Hey everybody, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Wednesday, February 7th. This is the Deeper and Wider podcast as we gather together to process all that we heard on Sunday and uh, some of where that's led us. Uh, some maybe diving more deeply in and more widely spread as we uh, look around at the other places in the text where uh, we're seeing these uh, themes show up. And uh, we started this new series, Demonstrating the Gospel, and that came with an introduction to spiritual gifts and the, the kind of the uh, theology behind spiritual gifts. And so that was where we were. Um, have a bunch of friends back with us again this week. And so Pastor Asa is here again, of course. Hello. There we go. And Pastor Nate, one more time before he goes on sabbatical. I am here. There we go. One more time. All right. There we go. And uh, Pastor Jonas came back one more time after <laughs> skipping out on last week. You, you're allowed to say hello. I was actually choking, but I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. And Dave Carrison back one more time for a repeat performance. All right. Good morning. Is it morning? It's like, it's well, I guess by that time people are listening to it, maybe. We'll go with that. Yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I guess, yeah. What are you going to do? Okay, well, it's afternoon to us, but Check it may be morning to you. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So, um, I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, that paradigm that I was kind of talking through on Sunday that of the spiritual stuff of 1 Corinthians 12 and 14, that really shifted a lot of stuff for me. And so, um, I'll, I'll jump in as uh, the one who spoke on Sunday with um, what I would have done differently or what I maybe would, would do differently. I just... Uh, there, there are so many different ways to attack that idea. Um, there were some ways that people would come ask me questions afterwards, and I would think, oh, man, I could have clarified that, and that would have made more sense. I mean, the sermon would have been two and a half hours, but yeah. it would have made a lot more sense by yeah. the time I was done. Right. So there, there, it wasn't so much that there were things I, I wish I would have said more clearly, although that probably should have, could have been the case as well, um, but more just like a lot of stuff that I wish I could have also said and we ran out of time to, to start with. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it was one of those weeks for me where it's like, all right, this is way too big of a topic, but um, it's it, it needs to be dealt with. So we jumped in. So so give me some feedback. What were some things that stuck out to you and some things that you've been processing since since Sunday? The, a couple of things. One, the, the uh, we're taking it, you, when you said that, the CMA, and then you could even argue just York Alliance, while we may theologically be on the continuation as we function as a cessation, right? Yeah, so right. Gonna, uh -huh. so right. I think just putting it up, this, uh -huh. this, is, this is just where we are. Yep. I, I took it as, as a, um, a... Actually, I'm actually glad you were a little more high level. Okay. Actually, because um, the where everyone is, there's so many different spots where people come... Like, it's not so obvious. We're not an assemblies church. So, right. like, you know, nor are we, like, fundamentalist. Right. Like, so, like... Hallelujah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, we're, we're not on this... We're in, like, a no-man's land. Right. Some right. people might look at it that way. Yeah, sure. So, I actually think... As it relates to like, the gifts, for sure. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have clarified that. Yeah. Um, but, like, having that funnel be extra wide mm -hmm. and not crazy deep at first, I, th yeah. I think was probably the best way you could have started okay. the, the Good. series, actually. So, um kind of like taking it one step at a time, uh -huh. I think. So I think um, that piece of it was actually really good. Okay. Um, the the whole threefold teaching, I am definitely not a Greek scholar. I'm a Logos user. 
hey, I'm with you there. Which means yeah, I have someone it. else do the Greek translating for me. Um, so to but to call out those words, the different mm-hmm. words that you use, uh, the different passages use, was actually very helpful for me. I'd never really dug into that myself. Okay. So yeah. uh, I mean, I'd, I'd heard that, but then to hear a little more flesh put on the bones there, I thought was um, helpful teaching wise, just to to clarify because. You know, you have some churches that are like, we're the Romans 12 gifts, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we're right. the first Corinthians gifts. Yeah. And then you have like your missional churches are like, ah, they're all weird. I just want the Apex. You yeah, know, right, want, exactly. I want, I want Ephesians mm-hmm. 4. But to see how they all fit into a picture. Yeah. Um, again, I think that was a that was obviously God speaking through you, right? But I think that was a, a helpful pastoral way of teaching on it to, to show the unity of it all. Okay. So that, I mean... I don't know. This, now it just sounds like I'm yes-manning you. <laughs> you can argue with me later. It's I like, fine. I love to argue with you, but, um, but I, I do think that this was a, a helpful first end of the funnel. Okay. For the conversation. Good. Good. What else? What about you guys? I'm glad to see in the CMA, I, I've, I've said for a, a, a while now that my dad's generation grew up under Tozer. Yeah. And Tozer was definitely a holiness guy, a deeper life guy. He believed in the gifts, I'm sure. But the preaching and everything else was just mainly the deeper life. And Simpson um, was sort of rejected. Mm. Uh, not rejected, but not talked about. Sure, background. Uh, because, and then when Tozer died, of course, it became more... Um, he became more prevalent. Uh, almost everybody in the world, any preacher, oh, everybody knows quotes him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sure. Yeah. No one knows Simpson, but I, what I and no one knows that he's CMA either. But that's yeah, all yeah. other thing. Yeah. yeah, he's a great guy, but yeah, not CMA. Uh, but I found it interesting over the last probably ten years that the next generation of pastors coming up are more immersed in Simpson. Yes. Yeah. So that way the alliance is moving towards more of quote unquote charismatic because mm-hmm. Simpson was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think it's interesting and I think it's good uh, that we are, the alliance is heading more back to its roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that and, makes sense. And I think that's a good, healthy thing yeah. for us. Yeah. So. yeah, I had a conversation with Earl Peace after the, mm-hmm. after the gatherings and Earl. Uh, Earl was maybe a roommate with Simpson at one point in time. Okay, not really. He's not quite that. But uh, Earl, Earl goes way back in the Alliance, and he said, uh, from his perspective, in the 50s and 60s, there was a very clear understanding that seek not, forbid not, was specifically in relation to tongues. And I said, that's fascinating, because all the people I talked to, which would have been 70s, 80s, 90s, saw seek not, forbid not as a way to look at the gifts as a whole. And, and, he, and he said... It did become that, but originally, like back in the 50s and 60s, it was really clear to them that Tozer was only, or Tozer, you got me confused, Simpson was only speaking about the tongues gift, and that was it, and otherwise he was open, like you're saying, I mean, you read about Simpson, he was very charismatic, and so, uh, so yeah, really interesting, uh, the way that's evolved over time. I was sad, though, that you didn't give the Alliance true position. Oh, which was? Seek not, hope not. <laughs> yeah, that, or, I, I thought it was seek not, you better not. That was what I was saying. Seek not, yeah. you better not. Wow. What did yeah. I get into? Yeah. That's changed now. Expectation without agenda is the new, new real position. It. That's right. Don't worry. Don't worry. 
But that was, I mean, it did kind of feel like that to me coming into the Alliance in the late 90s, early 2000s. It was very much like I'd read the doctrine and then I'd look at the expression of the Alliance, whether it be at York Alliance or District Council or the Conference General Council, any of those things. Yeah. And there was no real expression of the spirit at that point. So, yeah, just a whole different world. I thought that the uh, <clears throat> I thought that focusing on the idea that the word pneumaticos mm -hmm. doesn't have the word gift in it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I tell you what, that helps. <clears throat> that helps to read. I, mean, I come from my my background, my roots. When I got saved when I was eighteen. Yeah, was a cessationist church. Sure, all that stopped. But what I always thought was funny is. All of it stopped except for two or three of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep these ones that aren't the real flashy ones. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so I was never comfortable with it. When I and then when I started seeing what they tried to use as biblical, as biblical references there at the end of First uh, Corinthians thirteen. Right. You know when the perfect comes. Yeah. Then none of these other things are necessary. Well, the perfect king we have the, the, we have the Bible. Bible now. We yeah. don't need any yeah, right. like <laughs> what? Okay, what? I don't know. How so sure, but yeah. for me that. Like looking at it, like there's still that in me that goes, mm, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but sure. Yeah. Um, looking at seeing it as spiritual stuff, yeah. as spiritual things mm -hmm. rather than gifts. Yeah. Like you know, I, I kind of I kind of have been mulling, and I haven't had enough time this week yet to really dig into it. But I've been kind of mulling in my head. So, is is just saying that is is the Bible saying that people have like a person has the gift of healing and they can run around and heal people, mm. or are these people who are open to the Holy Spirit that go around praying for people and then the healing is the gift, right? Yeah, rather yeah. Rather than I have the gift of healing, right? Yeah, because right. I have some unfortunate. And I'm glad you pointed out in the sermon. Just because you've seen somebody do it wrong doesn't yes. mean that it's wrong. Yeah, right. Because you've definitely seen we, some of that. We had a guy coming into the gym that was just. Running around left and right. Hey, does your shoulder hurt? Well, yeah, I'm doing shoulders. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But so, I, for me, that really did. That really opened up an interesting way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. Like I always told people that you know the, the church that I got saved in. Um, when someone in that church felt like raising their hands, they put their hands in their pockets. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Don't. Don't get that impulse. That's but right. But I would yeah. see kids. I would take. I would go on to. I would go to um, to uh, concerts and stuff. Uh huh. And all these Southern Baptist conservative cessationist kids. You know. Yeah. You know. We don't do any of those showy things. They got a little excited they, at the concert, they get didn't they? And all of a sudden, they their get hands are going up. Like, yep, that's oh, right. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yep. 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 All right, Jonas. I'm ready. Throw a bomb in here. Ready well, to no, go. I, I was just gonna kind of. <laughs> Spinning off what Dave was talking about, um, when you were talking about spirituals versus spiritual gifts, yeah, I, I was trying to think about kind of the uh, seeing it more as like uh, when the spirit comes to reside in us, the almost like the spiritual stuff comes along, yeah, and it's there. Sure. And so I was kind of thinking it in terms of what we've been talking about with union with God, mm -hmm. and that union brings something. It brings Him. It brings. Yeah. So it's not really. Like gifts, we say that, but it's, it's just the spiritual stuff. It's mm -hmm. it's what's there, and then as needed, he brings it out. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, and and then to go into apest, like we were talking about, um, I, I feel like um, you know in Ephesians four when it talks about apostles, prophets, evangelists, uh, shepherds, and teachers, 
and you see it as a leadership gifting, yeah, right? I, I do as well, in a sense. Um, I, I see that, like, my mindset is we're called to make disciples who make disciples, right? And so, if if I'm making disciple makers, <clears throat> then I'm a leader; they're a leader, mm-hmm. and so we're all leaders. So, aren't we all going to find? some sort of ministry role out of the apex. Isn't there something in the spirituals that are within each one of us? So that's kind of where sure. I fall. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we, yeah, no. And, and those are, I mean, for those of you who aren't like, you know, deeply immersed in all of this stuff, those, those are the two, that's kind of the big controversy around uh, the Ephesians four passage. And we're going to look at that a lot more this week, but um, yeah, the big discussion is it for everybody and are we all like some part, apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher? Kind of, uh, it comes across to me kind of like a personality test. Like, are, like how are you kind of wired? I've taken wired an test. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, there's lots of APES tests out there. Are you an eight or an Yeah, right. Oh well, it, and like you said, um, it tends to be in the missional church. The missional church movement d- definitely went that Alan way. Hirsch Alan Hirsch. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a big move that direction. And, and I get that. I do think that to some degree you can... You can see personality traits within those things and therefore see how you kind of would naturally fit into one or the other. Mm-hmm. But I, I, to me, the context of what, what the way that Paul lays it out from the beginning of four onward, and particularly from that really mysterious space in six and seven where he talks about Jesus ascending so that he would descend with the gifts and uh, bringing the gifts to his people for this specific purpose. Uh, and then that leads into equipping the saints for the work of the ministry seems to me to be a, uh, there's a, a kind of a calling out of specific leadership giftings among, uh, among certain people and not other people. In the same way that I would say with all of the gifts, not everybody's going to be experiencing all of them at any, at any given time. And so therefore some people fit that. But I, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, O- open-handed, we can uh, yeah. we can see it two different ways, and that's, that's totally fine. So this is good modeling for everybody. See, Jonas and I don't agree on this, but that's okay. We still love each other. It's fine. No big deal. So. I think yeah. the the this is going to sound imbalanced at least. So on one hand, we want to rightly divide the word of God and have everyone uh, learn and grow and so forth. And this could be my house church stuff bleeding out but at the end of the day are you good at it right just god helping you do it go ahead and do it yeah right thank right. jesus for it mm-hmm. and then help someone else do it like yep yep we, we, we've gone and i've been on merry-go-rounds with the past before and it's like well all this time we could have just been doing the stuff right exactly <laughs> you know, like, exactly like you're an evangelist like joyce could probably evangelize a rock and it would come to know jesus yeah, right. it just would work but we're all called to evangelize Right. But that's not that's not an option, right? So, you yeah. know, yeah, and he will gift us each as we need it. Absolutely. Like when we walk into it, we're told that he'll give us the words. He'll, mm-hmm. you know, it's there. So, so even if that isn't your ministry role per se, or or gifting from Ephesians four, whichever way we look at it, the gifts all over the place. So you know, it's it, each one of us can be equipped for that moment. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And yet, some have a natural inclination that just. Um, yeah, I mean, she would. She feels empty when she's not sharing her faith. Right, right. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, like that's yeah. in, in Ephesians four, it says, and he gave some to be apostles, some to be. Yeah. What's the sum? For me, I look at that, and I'm I'm saying, is that talking about? So, is apostle a spiritual gift, 
Mm-hmm. Or I think I think he's saying he gave some people to be mm-hmm. this, some people to be that. I'm not sure this is a list of spiritual gifts. Well, and and there are also some who would say that the gifts that are referred to in uh, in verse seven are actually right. the yeah. people. You know that the the yeah. the gift is the apostle, the gift is the prophet. The, oh, okay. So the person is the when he, yes, when he ascended right. on high, he yeah. led captives away and gave gifts to men. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So that the men become the uh, are the gifts, you know, or the men and women right. I would argue become <laughs> the gifts. But yeah, yeah. So it, I I think practically it there there are these these fine distinctions within the text that maybe it means this and maybe it means this. But I tend to if, like if for people who are doing the the two week practice guide and walking through, particularly in a community group, which is a great setting for that, it's the same as your house church background, and it's a very similar kind of thing. It's like, yeah. the, the way you're going to discern the gifts is you're going to like see what you do, see what you're passionate about, and then you're going to try it, and then you're going to have people give you feedback, and yeah. some you know yeah. loving people in a safe space are going to be willing to say, like, honestly, that's not your gift. You shouldn't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Or, or, like, this is totally your thing. Because I think a lot of times with gifts... Uh, and it's the same way with things that are just natural to us from a talent perspective. There's things that we do that are, they seem like so not a big deal to us. Mm-hmm. And so we don't even see them as gifts because they're just easy for us. It's very natural for us. Whereas, like, other people can look at that and say, man, I wish I could do that. And yeah, like watching Ethan draw. Oh, yeah, right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Makes me angry. I'm yeah. still angry with God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that's, that's not, I get there, that there's gift. a gift I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Ethan would get mad at me because I'd go... He'd be drawing something, and I'd go look at it, and I would just shake my head and say, that's stupid, and I'd walk the other way. <laughs> and he's like, why'd you call it stupid? Because I can't do that. Exactly. Nobody nobody can do that. Exactly. Nobody should be able to yeah. do that. That's crazy. But I think yeah. the same thing with someone like uh, Tim playing the piano. You know, oh, yeah. It's just all of those it's sort just, of things. Yes. It's just, yeah. It's and I got the gift of stupidity. You know? Well, I, here we are. I do it well. And here we so, are, but you are really gifted. So he gave that, that to two of us? That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. So if 1 Corinthians 12 and 14 is spiritual stuff that we are called to seek after, how does that change the way that we approach God ourselves? How does it change the way we lead other people to approach God and the, the stuff of the Spirit, um, to use that phrase? Like, how does, it, how does that change things? Because I know for me there was a big shift that happened there. Well, last night I was talking to one of the college students <clears throat> after group, and um, we were talking about this, and I and I just, you know, like I wrote down, um, you know, as we were talking, because I think um, very often we don't think about pursuing love and earnestly seeking the gifts. Yep. You know, we don't we don't do that, no, and so right. we say, God, I want to live for you. I want to make a difference for you. I want, and He says, Okay, well, I've told you how. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to operate through you. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've put the spiritual stuff in you. I want to activate it. Come to me, yeah. and and so we talked about what does that mean, and 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 so even in light of like when I got here and you said, oh, I hate spiritual gifts tests, and I was like, what? <laughs> and and then as we talked more, I was like, well that, well, that totally makes sense because even with using the spiritual gifts tests, we always kind of on the back end really kind of said, well, actually no. I don't think that's really you or, you know, you know, that kind of thing, but, um, it makes more sense to create that. So how do we encourage people? And you're probably asking this question rather than me asking, repeating your question. You can just repeat the question. Yes. Can I do that? Um, No, but, but I mean, the thing we were talking about last night is how do we encourage each other to 
seek that. Yeah. You know, and what does that mean? And, and then um, it was neat. One of the young guys that's uh, new in his walk was telling me he's learning to pray. And he's, he said, I, I don't know that I can say I'm better at praying now. He said, that's kind of weird. But he said, I know that I'm experiencing the presence of God in mm-hmm. prayer where yeah. I, where it used to be just words, I, you know, like I would come with a list or I would come. And, and so, so I, I think, and that's where kind of where we were going with that. Well, how do we, you know, and I said, well, I think that's a big part of it is, are we learning to be in his presence, to be with him uh, so that he can speak? And I said, are you asking him questions? Are yeah. you listening right, for right, that? Right, right, right. Said, I'm trying. It's really hard. And, <laughs> and so I think yeah. that's, you know, we talked about going to the gym we have to practice. We have to work out. Our muscles grow. They well, yours do. Mine really don't. But um, you have to go to the gym a little more than you. <laughs> a little more. Than I know a little more than ever. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but but the whole idea of training our spiritual muscles is the same way. I said, start with a minute. Yeah. Sit yeah. quiet for a minute. I said, right. trust me. If anybody has trouble with this, it's me. Yeah. Right. And and uh, and and learning to then sit longer before the Lord and right and listen. Yeah. And, and I said, not always are you going to hear words. Are you going to hear? But like you said, you're learning to sit in his presence. And I said, just, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Yeah, well, that's good. So, good. That's, that's the approach that was kind of thinking, or putting in my brain, I guess you could say. It's thinking back to like my own childhood. And, like, Did I emulate like one piece of my dad or mom or whatever? Did I, okay, I just learned how to wash the car. <laughs> well, no, I learned how to do everything my dad did and everything my mom did right so I mean obviously people have different experiences that that might be a very troublesome illustration for some people um, and it's, it's the idea of I'm like a little kid at the expectation I don't even why would I doubt that I'm going to do everything that dad does right? I'm going to become like Jesus right right do yeah. things he did so like I'm going to do yeah. all of it so yeah. like that that kind of when you had mentioned that that's you know, Jesus said, "Become a servant will become mm-hmm. like his master," and right. he had all the gifts, right? So Therefore, that kind right. of idea of just, mm-hmm. but having that specific little kid, you know, I'm always going back to that little kid thing. Yeah, you know, like I just, it's almost a uh, seemingly foolish <laughs> uh, way of approaching it. To say, I just think God's going to do this because He loves me. Yeah, and yeah. whatever ends up happening will be. Pretty awesome because he's my dad. And, and I think that's some of the beauty of uh, taking some the gift idea away from it and not seeing like somebody got something I didn't. Mm-hmm. But now you're just like, I'm just more. Like, I just want to come to God and like, I yeah. like to hear him talk. So I want to listen and I'm going to see if I can hear him. And I like to be able to speak. I'd like to be able to pray differently than I do right now. And so I'd love to be able to pray in tongues. Still working on that. Yeah. Not quite there yet. But, you know, I'm going to keep asking him, like, why not? You know, so there's like a, a freedom to that, you know. Yeah. Except since instead of seek now, I know. I think um, yeah. just rolling off of that, um, <clears throat> thinking about my own daughters, mm-hmm. they both learn from us. They, you know, um, you know, we're clearly not God. Um, so their example wasn't perfect, but, sure. but they learned the things they, they learned to cook from their mom. They learned, you know, all these different things. And, and yet they both, um, Exemplify different pieces of who we were. Yeah, yeah. It's a good and so, yeah, so I almost think for each of us, and that's where I run into trouble a lot of times. <clears throat> that ends up often running into envy. You know, mm-hmm. like like we were just that's talking to Dave about you know drawing or or yeah. piano. I've I've always envied musicians. 
And, and it's like, you know, but I, recognizing this way, saying, you know, God has gifted somebody in a different way. I mean, and, and that's how they were made. That's what um, somebody at the end of the table might even know that. But, um, but some of us weren't gifted with music or weren't right. gifted with, but we're gifted in other ways. And sure. it's like children, it's, that's how it's going to be. But yeah. all of those things are coming from our father. No, know, without a doubt. Yeah. So, no, that's right. That's I don't right. know. Just a thought. No, that's good. That's well, good. then the whole idea that like, Unity is a major part of the First Corinthians passage, mm-hmm. the Ephesians passage. I mean, it's definitely Romans, in that, in that last one passage. Yeah. passage right? It's all yeah. like, pursue love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how you said it's ironically one of the most divisive things. Well, not yeah, it's a it is a divisive it's thing. A, yeah, but it's, it's incredibly divisive, and yet the entire context of all of the teaching all of is unity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really, really bizarre. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. Yeah, Nate, give us some thoughts. You're quiet over there. Your your brain's already moving towards sabbatical. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I guess, Brian, the question I would want to ask you, um, you know, with the understanding, again, which I thought was, was really good, of uh, the different words being used. Yeah, yeah. So, you, as you view the church now, uh-huh. compared to, say, 10 years ago. York Alliance, you're talking York, about? York, okay. right? Mm-hmm. One of the things that you're excited about now is you see those <clears throat> Ephesians 4 giftings all resident yes, at the church. Absolutely, yep. So how do you see your clients and moving into the church plants? How does seeing potentially all three of those passages being fulfilled in its essence as you would interpret it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does that experience for you sit, knowing oh, like ten years ago it probably wasn't that way, and <laughs> even before you really got, you know, oh yeah, as mm-hmm. you really got to learn this. Mm-hmm. So how does it feel for you as a leader to potentially see all the study you've done with the three different words being used to be mm-hmm. evident in the church now? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm not sure I have a super succinct answer to it but the uh, what I would say is I I see the church as a whole rising up and stepping forward in a different kind of way and that's one of the reasons why I land so uh, so firmly on the equipping piece of the Ephesians 4 because I see these these I, I would argue that shepherd or pastor has two different components to it, a leadership component and a, and a care component to it. And when you look at those six different components and you see those people stepping in, and uh, and that could be staff people or others that are in leadership, equipping the saints for the work of ministry, as that starts to happen, now all of a sudden you start to see people stepping in. I honestly think it's, it's the only reason we're really thinking seriously about planning churches. The only reason we have this vision in front of us is because... There's a lot of gifted people who are actually operating in their gifting. Not, um, I remember saying to Pastor Tim years and years and years ago, when, which, yeah, when, when ironically, we still had way too many uh, musicians and we had way less then than we do now. So it was like there just was all of this incredible talent. And I said to him, I can't imagine we've been given this 
just so it would be more comfortable for us and worship leaders would get a six-week rotation so they have five weeks off. Like, that, that just, like it's great. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And, you know, people who've led worship in a church where they have to lead every single week, week in and week out, they really appreciate it. It's a wonderful thing. But I can't imagine that's it. That's the only reason God's given us all of this. You know, we have really excellent teachers and preachers. We have really excellent leaders in all kinds of different areas. But it's because people are using their gifts, they're stepping into it, that we can start to say, you know what, like, we, it would make sense for us to stretch into Spring Grove and Shrewsbury and Hanover and wherever else God, Mosaic certainly, um, wherever else God leads us, because we have people who are equipped to do this, you know. And I think that's the big challenge for, uh, for all of us with, uh, with gifting, is to wrestle through that call of, what am I called to do with this now? You know, that's, that's yeah. going to be the big challenge of this series is not, do we understand the spiritual gifts from a theoretical perspective? Do we have a, a baseline theology of spiritual gifts or the spirit? But the big question of what do we then do with it? You know, if I have that understanding, if I have him in me working and I'm equipped to do these things, then what? You know, and sometimes that means stepping out in ways that are less comfortable and that challenge you and those kinds of things. So I think that's part of the answer to the question is I see all of these things. I see them coming together and emerging in this beautiful way. But I also recognize the next step is that we're going to have to have groups of people willing to be uncomfortable before they step into an area that starts to feel normal to them. Because leaving a place where you're comfortable is going to require that. You know, it's just, it's going to require moving outside of ourselves. So, I don't know. That's my, my initial thought. Is that, that's the direction you thought I was going to uh, take that? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, I, I threw Excellent. a softball and you, yeah, that's hit right. a ball, you hit a foul ball. So no, I, I, hit, uh, I hit a different ball than you threw. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's true. No, so what you're saying is, I think is you didn't necessarily say this but there's a sense of joy in seeing mm. what you preached on Sunday <clears throat> evident in the church oh my goodness yeah but right because you're seeing it there's also a level of discontentment right because yeah. you're not satisfied with the level we're seeing it right and you're discontented in order to see it in a much grander scale not just at york alliance but in the whole region yeah and in the region why didn't i say it that way nate that makes a lot more sense you should have just said that i, I, I gotta stay here I can't <laughs> talk about it. I never mind it's true can't do sabbatical because i can't answer the question right <laughs> i know you're going to try and wrap up in a second but i don't know if you said this on sunday or it's just what i got out of it but um <laughs> that's always it. Well, that's very dangerous. <laughs> um, I, I think you you said some form of this. Okay. So I know that. I just tried to word it. But um but it made me think of and I gotta go to Simpson here in a second because right. um but I just wrote we should be longing for and seeking Jesus and to be filled with him so much that the gifts just flow out of us, the, the spirituals flow out of us, not simply seeking the gifts. Mm-hmm. And and so you were kind of talking about that, and that that's something God's really been telling me is don't seek just the gifts, seek me, yeah. seek me, and that's where I love yeah. that idea of spirituals more than using the word gifts all the time. And I know there's you know a lot of implied in there, but then I was thinking about uh, A.B. Simpson's himself. Once it was the blessing, now it is the Lord. 
Once it was the feeling, now it is his word. Once his gift I wanted, now the giver own. Once I sought for healing, now himself alone. And uh, I just thought, you know, yeah. and then if you read this whole hymn, it's amazing the journey he was on in writing it. Oh, and, yeah. it's, and it's our journey, you know, of once it was seeking stuff and now it's him. It's just himself. I just want Jesus. And he'll take care of it. He'll show me. He'll show me how he's made me and how he's developing me. Yeah. And and that kind of thing. So I don't know. I kind of I was coming back to that because of your question on mm-hmm. how do we how do we encourage people to operate in this, to seek the gifts? How do we how do we how do we continue to Yeah. 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 No, that's good. That's good. And I'm glad that you uh, read Simpson's writing rather than tried to sing it. Yeah. Because well, they're the most unsingable songs ever, but yeah, really, uh, but excellent writing. So that's, that's good. <clears throat> yeah, that's great. Any final thoughts you want to uh, throw in before we wrap up for today? The only thing, and this is a great way to end it because it's going to be open-ended and not answered. Oh, how great is that? Love it. But uh, like everything I've ever read uh, talking about spiritual gifts, the one thing that no matter where you come at it from, people will always come up authors will always say about the same thing is that there's no ranking. There's no one gift that's better than another. And then Paul says, seek the greater gift. Yeah. Hang on. Come on. I, I, during your sermon, I'm sorry. I'm, I've got my phone out. I'm looking I'm trying at Trying to figure it out. Yeah. What does that mean? What, mega. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I yep. got to dig into that one. I don't have an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I have some thoughts, but like you said, it's better to leave it open ended. So we'll just uh, we'll we'll leave that for uh, some other podcast down the line. Good. All right. Well, thanks everybody. It's good to uh, be together and continue to process this stuff, Nate. We wish you blessings as you uh, take off and uh, rest well. And uh, if you want to tune in, I understand the Wednesday podcast may be something you want to listen to, but. Otherwise, you should stay away from work. But, you know, you probably want to listen to Deeper and Wider. Like wise men once said, don't call me, I'll call you. There you go. All right. That's it. Love it. Love it. All right, everybody. Well, may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you experience his goodness and his grace on you and in you, transforming you and flowing from you to the world around you. Have a great rest of the day and uh, we'll be back with you one more time tomorrow for uh, one more podcast and then we'll uh, dive in, continue to dive into this series uh, on Sunday as we uh, move forward. Grace and peace to you.